Welcome back to the Natural Born Hunter podcast uh, as we continue our mini-series on Trained to Hunt. Tonight we have Trained to Hunt director Matt Anderson. Matt is the Trained to Hunt director for Bonner Ferry, which is in North Idaho. And for those of you wondering what dates, it is May 14th and 15th. So that's this spring, 2016. Matt, what can people be expecting up there in Bonner's Ferry? Um, I think we we be expecting a great event up there. A lot of really good um, competitors will be up there, so it's going to be tough. <clears throat> um, you might also be expecting snow. We did get some good snow this year, and it's pretty early in the in the summer or the spring. So bring, um, bring your boots. Dress warm. Dress warm, yeah. Now, you've done pretty well in these events. Uh, is there any advice you can give to maybe guys who are just starting out? Maybe this will be their first train to hunt event this year? Um, my biggest advice would be go out and have fun. Don't be too hard on yourself. But um, <clears throat> like Before the event, I would say training-wise, just keep it if you really want to train for the train to hunt stuff, get used to some to carry carry some weight on your back. Um, I see a lot of guys they'll go out there and they'll be able to run and they'll be good at running and you they get the weight on their back and they just they they can't they can't go anywhere. So um, <laughs> so spend some time with some weight on your back and you'll be a lot more comfortable throughout the event. How would you recommend or how are you yourself training? for train to hunt this year um i'd say if i had my ideal training training uh schedule <laughs> or training program for train to hunt i would be doing um i'd be doing my squats and my deadlifts and then i'd be doing a lot of lunges weighted lunges in the gym and then outside of the gym i'd be doing a lot of heavy heavy backpack and uh Kind of more interval training on on hills and on trails, and then I'd also be shooting a lot, like perfecting my shot sequence, like with a high heart rate and without one, just getting that to be second nature. Because in a train to hunt event, when you're running through the the course, you're not thinking about your shot process as much. So you just want that to be second nature. Release a good arrow and go on to the next one. What do you think is the most important component an athlete can have coming into a train to hunt event? Hmm. I think probably mindset. I mean, with with archery, a lot of times your mind kind of can shoot you in the foot. So I, if if you can get your mind, I don't know, to not be not mess with you while you're competing because it's 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 what it's what'll get you is when you're shooting under under with a high heart rate already and your mind's already nervous or <clears throat> I don't know you're thinking about too many things at once you're gonna miss some targets is there anything you do yourself to work on mental toughness um I just try to compete a lot just just kind of get comfortable competing. And so and that can be competing with anything. Just get a friend and just have a shoot off or just any anything you can. Just try to try to compete and just get get in that 
comfortable competing. How about uh, meat pack? Any advice for those meat pack competitors looking to get a little bit faster time this year? So I I actually have a secret weapon for the meat pack, and it's a secret weapon. Is this secret a secret what you're going to give away today? Turn it up. Um, so I if I don't know if you guys have carried or ever carried a yoke. A yoke. It's I've, like I've done the like, yoke. Like strongman type stuff. Yep. It's got it's like a three three inch bar that goes across, and you put weights on the corners. <clears throat> so I try to do yoke carries with upwards of about 500 pounds um, just to get my core. I mean, when I throw that 100 pounds or a couple years ago, it was 200 pounds on me, it's not going to like shock my body because my body's like, oh, I can handle this. I was carrying three times as much. Right. So um, I think the yoke just to get your core ready for that kind of weight has helped me a lot, especially that first year when we had to carry 200 pounds. Um But, I don't know, and also, have you done the yoke before, or is this new this year, you're, you're no, I've, throwing it in? I've had, I've had it for a couple years. Oh, so you've been doing this all along, you're just finally telling people? Kenton's actually been to my house, and we did it together one time. <laughs> We're doing Wait, you have a yoke at your house? I have a yoke at my house. I'll put on a 45 plate in each corner and go do a 400 meter. How fast are you doing uh, 4,500 or 400 meters with, uh, what's that, 225 on? Well, it's – so well, it's, Yoke weighs how much? The yoke's heavy. 200 pounds. Yoke's yoke, 200. Wait, then, what? Yeah, the yoke weighs 200, and then the plates are, what, 90 and 90? So it's 180? Yep. So it's almost 400 pounds. Um, I don't know. I haven't timed it. I just do it. Let's get a time on that. I want to put that out there. All right. I'll get a time. <laughs> See what people are putting up. People, because yeah. that's, that's, you know, flat ground, 400 meter sprint with the, as fast, well, as much as you can sprint with 400 pound yoke on your back. That's uh, it's a pretty good challenge. I'd be down for that. Yeah, that's a fun one. Um, also, do a lot of lunges. You start climbing those hills and those. Those muscles you develop in the lunge, like the the high hamstring and the the muscles around your knee, those will come in handy when you start climbing hills with weight on. How about uh, do you have any technique for going up those hills, those steep, steep hills? Um, yeah, Brock's actually seen my technique going up a hill with some weight. I'll take like long steps almost like lunge up the hill because i don't know in my head somehow it's it's a uh, if i can take less steps up the hill it's going to be easier but <laughs> and is, does your form change at all like uh, with the way you push off and all that or no, no i don't know it's just just it's like a lunge it's just like a long step so i've just kind of climbed it like stairs and so it's it's definitely changed from like flat ground because I try to take short choppy steps to keep my feet under me in the flat, mm -hmm. but then going up, I just try to get that momentum moving forward. So I take long steps and just push off long powerful steps. Long powerful steps. 
how about for the challenge course? Any uh, secret weapons you can <laughs> unleash on us for that? Um, interval training. That challenge course is all about intervals because you're just you're sprinting from one target to another, and then shooting and doing a challenge, and then doing it all over again six times. Um, it's mainly about the shooting in the challenge course. It's hard to make up if someone's shooting clean. It, you can't make that up with speed. So I'd say mo most important in the challenge course is the shooting. What kind of uh, intervals are we talking here? What are you doing? So um, anything with intervals. If you're even if you're stuck to a treadmill, just do I'd say a minute off, minute on, and just go for I don't know twenty minutes. Just sprint pace and then like a six. So if if I'm stuck on a treadmill, say I'm in a hotel or something and it's raining outside. <clears throat> I'll get. I'll hop on a treadmill and put the 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 incline. incline. Yep. Yeah, I'll put the incline to maybe two or three, so not too high. And I'll I'll, I'll I might adjust that a little bit and go steep for a little while and then flat for a little while. But I'll I'll sprint for a minute at like a ten to a twelve, and then I'll jog at a six for a minute, and then I'll just do that for I don't know ten rounds or so. And for me, I hate being on treadmills to just do long, steady stuff. So that actually breaks it up a little for me there. And then it, it, it helps your helps you get better faster at endurance stuff, let's say. What's one key component that may get overlooked when preparing for an event like this that you think – Maybe it's most people's weak spots because they they just don't think about it. Hmm. I think for a lot of people, it's the shooting. Um, just because they look at it as like a fitness competition, like if, for bow hunters, and so they 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 train and train and train, and that's something you can kind of I don't know show off more and maybe post on Instagram that you did this run or you I don't know squatted this much or did all this work in the gym, but then um, shooting isn't as easy to glorify, I guess, so you don't do it as much. <laughs> You've never seen my Instagram then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so I, I think a lot of people that are training for this train to hunt stuff, they, they'll put too much weight on the fitness side and not enough on the shooting side. But um, I don't know if there's anything else people overlook. Are there any uh, shooting drills you do that you think would help people out there? Uh, I don't do much special for shooting, but I'm. Um, I'll if I will run sprint, do like a 400 meter sprint, and then shoot narrow, and then 400 meter sprint and shoot narrow. Just get used to that high heart rate shooting, <clears throat> and I'll I'll just focus on my exact same shot sequences if I'm not breathing hard and. Take take a breath, and it, it changes up a little bit because you're breathing hard and your heart rate's heavy. And but if you that's what you kind of have to figure out. Like, how does my shot sequence change when my heart rate is here, or what does my heart rate need to be for me to make a good shot? <clears throat> and so maybe people overlook that. Um, I know some people they'll wear a heart monitor, heart rate monitor, when they're doing some shooting drills, just so they know. 
how low their heart rate needs to be to make a good shot. And then where, if, if it's, say it's like at 120 or above that their shot's going to be off. So they'll just wait a second for it to drop and then they'll shoot. <clears throat> Do you know what your sweet spot is? Um, no, I don't actually. I, I, kinda, I know how my body feels when I can make a good shot, but I, I don't know exact heart rate. Now, you've made it to CrossFit Regionals. How would you say preparation for something like that versus preparation for something like Train to Hunt is different? Um, they're pretty similar just because there's so many different aspects you have to train. Like, um, I'd say there's some more, more aspects in CrossFit than there is in Train to Hunt, but you're still focusing on completely opposite things like you're focusing on shooting and you're focusing on like being being able to move heavy weight and then you're focusing on being fast and then you're focusing on agility when you're doing the the burpees and the box jumps and the and that kind of stuff so i mean there there are a lot of things you have to train for in train a hunt which is kind of the same as crossfit i mean crossfit you're training for powerlifting you're training for olympic lifting and then gymnastics and then endurance and then all the different movements that are involved in all those things. Um, so it's a very well-rounded, um, I don't know, approach. You can't just be like like a power lifter who has three lifts that they focus on, and that's what they do day in and day out, these three lifts. And they just – their progress is crazy. Like um, I have – my brother is a power lifter, and, I mean, he'll make huge jumps <clears throat> in his back squat and – and deadlift and um, press and those those lifts are much higher than mine, but he can't go out and run a mile. And so I, um, I would rather be well rounded in that area than than like a specialist. Mm-hmm. So that's like the same. In sh- say if you bring bring that over into the train to hunt world, that'd be like like a pro shooter can't carry heavy weight or can't do the challenge event. Just because they've trained so much shooting, they haven't trained enough trying to move weight. Right. How about uh, if you were to put a list of most important event or most important uh, yeah event, I guess, would it be the 3D, the meat pack, or the challenge course? Where would you put where people should spend the most time training? Um, I would say people need to spend the most time training on the challenge course. Um, I don't know. It it would depend on your weaknesses, but I would, for me, it's the challenge course because I don't know. That's my weakness is shooting, shooting with a high heart rate, making good shots. Um, everything else comes pretty easily to me in the 3d shooting. So shooting is is more what I'm newer to than the, the athletic side of things, <clears throat> but um, the challenge course is worth more points, so it's 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 gonna be worth it to spend some more time on that. Is there any words of wisdom or advice you'd give to people out there? Maybe something you would have liked to have heard yourself when you were starting out to do your first event? Hmm. When I was starting out, let's see. 
probably test your stuff before you go out to compete. <laughs> so my first event, um, the meat pack came up after the, the 3D shoot. The meat pack came up, and I strapped everything down to, the, to my backpack. It was it was my friend's backpack, and I had never even used it before. And my ties came, my sandbags came falling off as soon as I picked it up. And so I actually lost about six minutes before I even got on the course, just packing my bag. <clears throat> and it's a little different now because you can pack your bag and test it out before the challenge starts now. But before it was ready, set, go, then pack your bag. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> time is running. <laughs> 200 pounds. Here we go. <laughs> So, um, so yeah, I would say my advice to someone who's never done it is, is, is do a mock course, test your, test your gear, test your strategies, test, test all that kind of stuff before you get out to compete. Anything else? I just have fun, man. Just go out there and have fun. Don't be nervous about going out there because the people you're going to meet at the Train and Hunt Challenge are the coolest, nicest people. They're going to help you with anything you need help with. I mean, like this sport of Train and Hunt is is filled with <clears throat> just genuine good people, good dudes that are just going to they'll give you the shirt off their back. That's true. That's true. You will meet some of the best hunters out there at these events. Uh, as far as personality-wise and just camaraderie and all that. And don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, you can meet Matt in person at the Bonners Ferry Idaho event May 14th and 15th. And uh, we'll talk about the greatest event under the sun as well. That's uh, Baden, PA, July 16th and 17th, where I will be. Don't forget to sign up. Get out there. You know, fitness is a big important part of hunting that you know a lot of times gets overlooked so here's an opportunity to set some goals make things happen you know get out there work hustle hunt for the natural born hunter podcast mini series we're out